Welcome to Business Unveiled Podcast. This is the place where we help overwhelmed, time-starved entrepreneurs like you make the profitable shifts to get more done and get more out of life. I'm your host, Angela Prophet, award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur and CEO. And in every episode of Business Unveiled, I'm bringing you conversations that will give you the expertise and strategies that will scale your team and business so you can get shit done. That's GSD in our world. So get your time back and grow a business that helps you be present in your life. Let's do this, y'all. Hi, y'all. It's Angela. I'm back for another episode of Business Unveiled. I'm so excited for our guest today. Um, we have been chatting it up. I probably should have been recording a long time ago, but I mean, we just went right in for it. And you, as you can see, if you're watching this, it says health hero in the background. And if you listen to me and follow me and some of my team members, we have some really interesting health journeys. And we like to just learn everything that we can because some of these things that we've learned from not doctors um, have been really life-changing. And so if you have anything health-wise, you're going to want to listen or you're going to want to watch today. So Tim James, welcome. Welcome to Business Unveiled. Hey, Angela, thanks for having me on here and thanks to listeners for showing up. And as always, my goal is to give them something tangible they can take action on and get results in their life. That's why we're here. Absolutely. And I love this because it's so timely because there's so much in the media about food and about um, chemicals and pills. And, you know, people think it's just, there's so much marketing and I am a marketer and I know I can sniff out a scheme a mile away. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's just, but I love learning from people's, personal journeys. And I'm going to bet that you have some type of a personal journey that led you into becoming the brand, the health hero. So what is it? (laughs) Well, um, I grew up over in Eastern Oregon on a small cattle and hay farm. So, you know, I I got a lot of common sense growing up and um, I played baseball at a high level. Um, I played, I went to college here. Um, Let's see what else. Um, You know, we had a big garden. I was out in nature. I was cutting firewood I put myself through college doing that so entrepreneur (laughs) at an early age which was pretty cool I'm like I get my own apartment and get out of mom and dad's house and I did just cutting some firewood so that was cool um you know I just like being outside I was in the woods a lot I really enjoyed nature um but then you know let's fast forward I'm 37 years old I got two kids a wife a mortgage and all this stuff and I'm coaching basketball and and when I left my gym and moved across town, I left my like support group and I just kind of faded. And I was like, I gained the weight, you know, I gained this 42 pounds. I had eczema on both of my elbows. I had a huge patch of eczema on my knee. My brain wasn't working. It was like foggy. Um, I had acid reflux really bad. So I was eating tons of rollage 24 seven. Um, doctor wanted me to go on Prilosec and take other things. And I just never took, I just sounded weird. Prilosec. It's, I just, so I just all stick to the Tums and Rolaids. And, <laughs> um, yeah. And then it, then it got worse. Um, then, you know, I started bleeding rectally when I pooped. So that yep. was a problem. Um, that's why if your audience can see it, my shirt says love when you poop, right? <laughs> <I love it. laughs> so uh, available in the swag store, but, um, love it. finally, um, Yay. 
because pooping for me was not fun. It was a painful mm-hmm. experience followed by blood. And that went on for about two and a half years. And I'd look at it, what? Like, I hope, that, hope that goes away. And um, some of the medications, it was funny. One of the medications for my problem, one of the side effects was rectal bleeding. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? It's like, I already have that. I'm not going to take that. Just, I, I just, for thank God, I, st- I stayed away from those synthetic drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still had problems and I didn't know what was going on. I tried high fat, low fat diet, high protein, high carb, low carb. I mean, I tried all kinds of stuff. I even tried juicing, but I was juicing like carrots and beets and sugary stuff. And I didn't lose any weight. So a couple months later, the juice was under the cupboard. Um, finally on a vacation to Northern Peru, um, I'm doubled over in pain and on a boat and, um, we're fishing trip out in the sea and her dad, who my wife's dad was with us. It was the first time he'd ever taken a vacation in 30 years, by the way. He was a medical oh. doctor who had a whole bunch of clients. And when he got a, an opportunity to run a hospital, he took it. But the client, clients wouldn't allow him to fire them. A lot of them were like, no, you're still my doctor. So he's like literally doctoring these people and running a hospital now. So he just, he, and he, and he, he just worked 24-7. So this is his first vacation. And he's like, oh, we have to get you to the hospital. So we went to the airport, but we missed the one plane flight out of there a day because it's very remote by 20, 30 minutes. He's like, we can't wait. You could die. And I was like, oh, this ain't good. I'm like bent over at a 90 degree angle walking. I can't walk erect. I'm in tremendous pain. I'm sweating. So we rented a van and drove through the middle of the night in this bumpy ass road to a town called Peora. And let me tell you what, Angela, this, (laughs) this ride was the most it was the most miserable experience in my life. It was six hours of bump, 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 bam, bam. And every bump that. and pothole been there. was like getting Your stabbed ass. in the gut. Yes. Right? Oh my God, that's terrible. So this this lady that I was on a podcast a while back, she's like, oh my God, you know what it's like to have a baby now. And I'm like, well, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. But it was so bad that when I got there to Peora in that town at the hospital, I got out my paper money and my wallet was wet. Okay, that's how much I was sweating. And I was exhausted. I'm, I'm done. Like, I, I'm just like, bro. And they're like, these doctors keep in coming in, pushing on my gut and like, ow. And then like, duh, duh, duh. And they're talking Spanish and there's mm-hmm. bugs flying around in the, in the examination room. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's third world. The utensils look a little like 1950s. And, and I'm like, this isn't good. So he had him dope me up, put me on a commercial plane flight, which you're not supposed to do. And he's on the phone, coordinate with his surgeons. He wants to do the operation in, in Lima. So we go hop on a commercial flight, fly into Lima, hop, take a taxi. And then I hop out of the taxi. They throw me on a gurney and I go right into surgery. And this is where Western medicine's awesome because it was born out of crisis care. It's during wartime. That's where it came from. So, you know, if you get shot in the gut or, you know, your arm shrapnel in your face, they'll, they'll stitch you back up. Right. Yeah. And they can save your life. And that's what they did for me. So this is the part of Western medicine. That's awesome. The diagnostic equipment, even though a lot of it causes problems, at least you know what's going on, but they can patch you up, right? Yeah. And um, that's great. But taking care of chronic issues like my bleeding rectum, <laughs> that's they didn't know how to do that. So um, so I learned a couple really important lessons from this. Okay, yeah. number one, I do not ever want to go get surgery again because I realized that my life was out of control. Yeah. And then you, they put that thing on your face and out you go and you're in somebody else's hands. What if they had a bad morning? right? Or a bad week. Maybe they're in the middle of a breakup or, and they're just like, ah, forget about it. And they drop a juju fruit in there, you know, right. So the yep. second thing was um, that my poor health doesn't affect just me. It affects everybody else around me, especially the people that I love. 
my wife and I spent thousands of dollars planning that vacation. It was a big thing for us. Um, her dad, where did he end up? Back in the hospital, never on a vacation. It's just like, so we kind of ruined the trip for everybody. And then she pushed me back in the United States in a, in a wheelchair because I was still healing up. So, but I still didn't know what to do. Now, fast forward, I had a, a friend of mine on my baseball team, uh, Kalei, who got stomach cancer. and We lost him. He did surgery, chemo, radiation. He died about 80 pounds under his weight on uh, hospice and left three little boys behind from ages six Aww. to 17. So it was a horrible thing. We no insurance. We did a fundraiser for him. And um, my grandma had died of brain cancer. Um, my wow. aunt had died of lung and melanoma skin cancer. So my experience was you get cancer, you die. That's been my experience. Grandma yep. aunt, and my friend who was 40 and had a six pack abs. I mean, he was the guy, but he chewed tobacco. So we figured it trickled down and got in his stomach. And it's probably what gave it the, you know, the deal cancer. Um, then my buddy Charles at age 43 gets diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, which is this supposedly incurable blood cancer. He drops the bomb on me and says, Hey, look, um, I don't want to die. Um, I want to see my son, Charlie graduate high school. Um, I want to go to the father son weekend, uh, and I want to live, Tim, I want to live. Um, I found this place in Florida called the Hippocrates health Institute. I don't know. Are you familiar with them? No, I've never heard of it. Yeah. So at the time they were like the oldest alternative health Institute in the world. They were 61 years old at the time it was actually started by a gal named Ann Wigmore who healed herself of stage four colon cancer with like lawn grass juice and herbs. Mm -hmm. Her grand, her grandmother was the village doctor in Lithuania. So anyway, Anne's story, and then now it's run by Drs. Brian and Anna Maria Clement for a long time, and that dude's like 70, and he looks like he's 48. I mean, it's yep. amazing. His wife looks great, too. So he said, I want you to go with me and support me. My wife can't get away for the first half of this deal, and I said, dude, whatever you need, I'm in. I had yeah. no idea what I was getting into. Remember, I grew up on the ranch hunting and fishing. You know, it was like, <laughs> if it flies, it dies. It's brown, it's down. We were killing everything. <laughs> and this place was a plant-based institute. It was actually living foods and plants. And so Charles was smart. He waited till we we're on the plane flight, January 1st, 2011, we're flying into West Palm Beach. He's like, oh, by the way, there's no meat. There's no dairy. There's no salt. There's no sugar. And there's nothing cooked over 115 degrees and there's no vinegar. And I'm like, what? What do you mean no meat? And um, he's like, well, yeah, it's plant-based. And I was like, dude, because we used to make fun of people like that were vegetarians. Yeah. I never even heard the word vegan before until I got there. And, you know, I'm, I grew up kind of, it's kind of like Montana, right? It's yeah. Rednecks, it's like, I am. A Me redneck. too. From the country. Yeah. You know what it's like horses yeah. and all that stuff and goats and chickens and all that stuff. We grew up with yeah. all that. Right. So anyway, I'm freaked out. I'm completely freaked out. And I'm like, dude, if you didn't have cancer, I'd be on the, I'd be turning around. <laughs> so we go there, but guess what? day one, my acid reflux is gone. They just had me start drinking purified water with lemon and lime juice in it. We had wheatgrass shots twice a day, these green juices that were half sprouts, living sprouts when they juice them. And the, and the food was like sprouted nuts, sprouted seeds, sprouted grains, sprouted beans and things made of them, sauces and soups and, you know, and there's radishes and avocados and all this kind of stuff. It's and, good for um, you. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm still freaked out. Right, what was right, weird right. was by Wednesday, because I thought I was going to die. Right. right. So I, 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 you should have seen my first plate of food. It was like five feet tall. And I felt bad because I was getting rid of half. I couldn't even eat half of it. And then by Wednesday, I couldn't even eat food. I wasn't even hungry. So the first time in my life, my cells were actually getting saturated with nutrients. So what happened was, is on Wednesday, if it wasn't bad enough, that's the day they do liquid nourishment. There's no heavy food if you choose. And they mm -hmm. recommend that you go just 
water and juices um, to give your digestive tract a chance to rest. And I, I'm freaking out about the food and now you can't even eat. So um, this doctor on that day, we went to a class called internal awareness. And Dr. Scott Josephson comes out and this guy is jacked. He's got muscles coming out of his ears. And he said, I haven't had meat in 10 years. And I'm like, so this guy blew my mind with the whole meat thing. Cause I thought you had to have it for muscles and he wasn't lying. And he looked 10 years younger than he looked like he's 40 and he just turned 50. It was actually his birthday that day. He taught that class. So wow. the point of that class was he taught us from the time we eat food, what happens until the time it exits the body. It was really fascinating. And he's the average person has six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material in the colon. So think about that. You have six to 12 pounds of this nasty funk and gunk and junk. And what's happening is it creates a very low oxygen, high acid environment, which is the perfect breeding ground or terrain for viruses, yep. bacteria, mold, yeast, fungus, parasites, and mutagens. Cancers love it. In fact, cancer is anaerobic. It cannot live in an oxygenated environment. So what were they doing? They put us on the highest oxygen, highest alkaline lifestyle and diet in the world. And they started cleaning us out. Now, <clears throat> this guy said, look, you have got to get this stuff out. In fact, he looked at me, he said, Tim, you got five pounds of crap or 10 pounds of crap in a five pound bag. And if you ever want to get healthy, truly healthy, you have to clean it up. So yeah. he was pushing colon hydrotherapy or colonics. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of those? Yep. Now, I hadn't heard of it. Um, so I'll explain if any listeners aren't familiar with it. You basically set on a tube rectally and water gently goes in and out of your colon for about an hour. And it cleans that crap out of there, like literally. And I remember Elbow and Charles, and I said, hey, look, dude, I came here to help you with this whole thing, but I am not ever, ever going to do that. Uh, that's <laughs> just pushing the limit. I have the funniest the story about, about it. <laughs> like, I didn't know, I'd never heard of like the term. And I'm in this really nice SUV with this bride and this groom. We we're going to plan a wedding. And um, she's like, oh, we need to make our how whatever it's called colostomy or, or how are you say, i don't even know how to say it um, colonic. Or colonic. Mm -hmm. yes she's like i need to make an appointment for our colonic and um she looked at the groom and i looked at that and i said what kind of facial is that they died <laughs> they effing died and she's like no Ange, actually there's a guy literally from my office door i could spit on his door and i had no clue what he ever did i was in that building for 15 years and they were colonics and I didn't know what it was, but, and then she explained it to me, but they probably laughed at me and I, and they still, this is 10 years later are like, how's that facial coming? <laughs> Cause uh -huh. I was like, anyway, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt That's you, but I was hilarious. It's funny you're saying that. Cause no one has ever brought up a colonic on my podcast in seven. Yeah. Almost six years. <laughs> yeah. Well, ever. you know, we're, we I talk love about it. people a lot over here. It's important <laughs> if the I machine's working right. So any who's, we're, you know, um, I'm not going to do it, but this doctor was smart. So he showed four virtual colonoscopies, three of unhealthy people. And one of somebody that had been on that Hippocrates lifestyle for a few years. The first person was a 24 year old female that had, uh, Hashimoto's, which is a thyroid yep. issue and thrush, which is a yeast infection. Yep. And inside her colon was all yellow and white and nasty and weird. And I was like, Whoa, that's not supposed to look like that. And then they went to a 65 year old male that had colon cancer and parasites. Now inside of his colon was black tar and white worms crawling around. Dr. Uh, Josephson turns around and said, now many of you think that these parasite things are a third world affair. Far from it. Over 50% of you are gonna visually see the parasites coming out of you. Hookworms, pinworms, and tapeworms. But he goes, there's other parasites in your body that are smaller 
and they're living inside of you and all and you won't see those as they exit because they're too small but they're in there he said and all of these parasites are drinking your drinks they're eating your food they're urinating and defecating in you having sex and having thousands of eggs yep and i'm just like now he's kind of got my attention then yep. he goes to the 45 year old female with breast cancer and he had like colitis or crohn's her gut was jacked up and he shows inside her colon black brown and all that stuff now you're supposed to see brown but it was like tar again it didn't look right then they went to the colon of the healthy person yeah there was some brown waste matter in there but the lining of the colon was pink and clean and you could see the blood vessels and my point was is that the in, the the, ter the internal terrain of the healthy woman was completely different than the internal terrains of the unhealthy people yep and that's when the light bulb went off for me and i'm like oh my god it's an inside job. It and is. they started talking about like, if you have skin issues like eczema and psoriasis, you don't have skin issues. You got gut issues. Yep. Right. So I got busy going inside and, and working on that gut and cleaning up those little hair like structures, those villi and being gentle to them and, and nourishing them and making sure I have good bacteria and then recalling as my bacteria, make sure I've got plenty of nutrients. And I've been on that path for 11 years. So what happened was um, the next day I sign up for the colon hydrotherapy. I do it. They weigh me before and they weigh me after. I dropped 10 pounds of impacted fecal material in one one-hour session. Now, listen to this. The record in 2011 was a lady. Maybe somebody's broke it since then. I don't know. But <laughs> one lady, and they've had over 600,000 people through their doors at this point. But the record, one lady dropped 27 pounds of impacted fecal material in one one-hour colon hydrotherapy session. Now, you think about that. I was like, wow, that's like a medium-sized dog falling out of her butt weight-wise. Like that's a what? lot of freaking waste matter. Like no wonder she wasn't healthy. But even if you got two pounds of it, you want it out, right? Because it's, it's a, it's a, your colon is a waste removal system. It is not supposed to be a storage tank yep. because of the stress that we have in our lives, because of the processed food, the irradiated food, the canned box, the food's all messed with. It's heated at high temperatures and they do weird things to it. It's, glued into us and it's just accumulated over time and and then you know and that's why we have poor health so the royal society of medicine said that 85 percent of all health issues start in the colon and in the last 11 years and 600 people that i personally coach and I, I would totally agree with them so what happened was we got done with that and then the next day i woke up i came out of the detox um because i was like irritable for a few days mm -hmm. i had night sweats i had a metallic taste coming out of my tongue as heavy metals were exiting my body um, you know, some gas and bloating was coming out and, you know, all that stuff. And we were doing clonics and, and enemas. They taught <laughs> us how to do enemas. And we actually did wheatgrass plant or wheatgrass implants. So after an enema, we'd insert four to six ounces of wheatgrass juice rectally and try to hold it for 15 minutes. That's actually one of their most powerful therapies. And that's how Ann Wigmore healed herself. She did it with lawn grass. She would juice lawn grass because this was back in the like 60s, 50s. And mm -hmm. she would juice it and insert it rectally, put it in a poultice over her stomach where her, where her cancer was in her colon. And, and then she was drinking it. So drinking it, rectal inserts and poultices. And it's still therapy that's used today because um, we, juice, uh, grass juice is very powerful. It's got chlorophyll in it and oxygen. And it's just, it's like, you know, Oregon State University has found over 70,000 phytochemicals that can prevent reverse disease in wheatgrass. And it's, they're still counting. So powerful medicine. Um, and we did all that stuff. And I woke up the next day and I looked at Charles. I said, dude, do you feel as good as I do? And he's like, yeah, man. He goes, I feel amazing. I said, I've lost 11 pounds. 
I know 10 <laughs> of it was garbage, right? But and this, yep. about five days. And I'm like, dude, you're going to heal. Like I've interviewed so many people. There's so many people around here yep. that have healed of cancer on this lifestyle. I'm like, I was like, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to do this with you. I'm going to give up all meat except for bacon. And mm -hmm. we're going to do this thing and you're going to heal. And that's exactly what we did. We got back. We got busy living. We started juicing. I started growing sprouts. And that turned into, uh, you know, I lost 42, in 60 days, the 42 pounds was gone. Eczema yep. was gone on both of my elbows. Eight months later, that huge patch of eczema was mm -hmm. gone on my knee. The other skin issue was gone. Feel my ribs again. All my energy's back. I'm, I'm like 18 again. And my friend, yep. Charles, in two and a half years, healed himself of that cancer. We actually ran the Portland Marathon in 2012, technically before he was cancer free. And that was wow. an epic moment where we crossed the finish line together. It was just kind of like closing the door on like, okay, Charles is fine now. Now we can move on and just live, you know, live our lives. And he did. He, he saw his son graduate. He went to father's son weekend. He started playing guitar, started a band. And now we play guitar together and we're just enjoying each other. It's been 11 years. And now I'm on a mission to, you know, share what I've learned and help other people navigate it. So they, you know, there's a lot of misinformation out there. Oh my God, there's so much shit out there. And it's funny how all, all the stars align right now because all the stuff you're saying, um, I, I mean, I have a very similar story just with allergies and itching and rashes. And, but what actually like woke me up, COVID almost killed me. Literally, I'm not being funny and I am a very sarcastic person but I was out for 18 days. I had eight days of 104 fever. Um, they couldn't get under control. They tell me I have brain damage. I do still think and talk a little slow and I still lose my train of thought a lot. Um, but it, you know, it's just like COVID brain, but what it did for me is I was on a really unhealthy path because I had a lot of bad things happen. My dad passed away of cancer. We knew it was going to happen, but it sucks when it actually happens. If I had the information and that I have today and that you have today, my father still would not have changed because he valued food in such an unhealthy way. And so even though, you know, things, everything happens for a reason, but I'm even more passionate about it, but my mother is very healthy. And, um, I met this late, this lady hired us to produce her podcast during COVID and I was sitting at Kane Prime with her and she's like, I'm about to go on this journey because I've just been really, food has been making me sick. She's like, this is the last steak I will probably ever eat. And I'm like, oh, so you're going to be a vegetarian or she's like, well, they still eat meat. And she's like, but Angela, the, the results, she said there were, I think like 35 men, they were all over 55. They all had cancer. Many of them had prostate and colon cancer, which I grew up around healthcare. We most of our clients are doctors. One of my favorite people in the world is a colorectal surgeon. And we did all of his branding. He was like the butthole doctor. And we gave yeah. him Dunkin' Donut brown, donut, which is killing people. I mean, listen, y'all, all that shit tastes good. And it's like moderation and you hear moderation, right? But when I started going down this path, they were like, just, I said, I'm not marketing some hokey get, you know, get your cancer to go away based on what you eat bullshit. And she's like, it's not bullshit. She's like, we meet every Thursday night for 90 days to do, do a jump start. She's like, why don't you just come on on Zoom an hour and just listen, just observe. I'm like, cool, I'll do it. I started to learn new information. I started to watch new documentaries. And I don't watch TV. I don't even have Netflix. I had to use somebody else's account to watch my homework. But it was, it was just new information to me. And mm -hmm. I was juicing much like you were. I had all my stuff delivered. Now I would still go through the drive through at two in the morning after an event, which is 
it was just really unhealthy habits. But then when COVID started, it's like, we didn't go anywhere. It's like, what am I living for? And I just ate everything in sight and gained about a hundred pounds in three years. And then when I walked out and I'm like, okay, COVID's not killing me. I need to figure this shit out. Something's wrong. And like, well, my eating, I needed to get back in the gym. I was a gymnast. Like I know what I need to do. Okay. But it's just doing it. And so the accountability of putting the right people around me, getting a trainer, investing in my health, because it is your wealth. You can have all the money in the world, but no amount of money could have fixed my dad. My sister has ALS. She's been living with it for six years when she was told she had a year. So that was done with stem cell replacement in Russia. You know, you go outside of the healthcare system when you hear an answer that you don't want to take, which is exactly what you did. And so I kind of did the same thing. I, I listened to all these men talk and their testimonials and I'm like, this shit's real. And I'm like, I want to do this, but I don't cook. I don't even own the utensils on the grocery list. Okay. Or I, I don't even, I didn't even know what some of it is. I'm not a cook. Everything is delivered. And so they're like, well, there's a lady at our church and she, her and her husband, they follow our program. She's going to start making food for people. I'm like, sign me up. So I'm like, it's probably going to taste gross. And it's probably, it, but it wasn't anything unordinary. It was just fresh. And mm -hmm. she comes once a week and it's prepared and grown and watered. And so in very specific, right. It's like not all the hormone shit. So a result of trying to get healthy and just feel better. I didn't care that I was a hundred pounds overweight at that time. I just cared about thinking straight again and like being able to work eight hours when I normally work 20 hours a day, that's, you know, again, not healthy. So anyway, it's like, but it's all the things, right? It's like, you got to get your sleep. You've got to figure it out and you have to be an advocate for your own health. And so now I'm so thankful people like you talk about, I haven't talked much about it because I needed to have a goal and an end result for myself before I was going to go tell anybody else. And then people are like, well, where can I buy that pill you're taking? I've literally had people ask me if I had bariatric surgery, literally two people asked me that this week. I'm like, no, I got a treadmill desk and I work a lot and I love my work and I walk at least 10,000 steps a day is how I started. And we documented it for a year and I lost 75 pounds, but it wasn't just the steps. It was the food because food is medicine. And every time I go outside of that and I'm like, oh, just a few bites of this. And I travel for a living. So when people are like excuses, like I travel, let's do it. No, you cannot give me any excuse. I pack a lunchbox. Everyone in TSA in Nashville knows me because um, I bring my food <laughs> and I do look a little crazy or we'll send the recipes ahead of time to wherever I'm going to work or whatever hotel. And if they can prepare things with that, that's what we do. It's just making a better choice. And a lot of people just don't know the information. And that's just like the high level of it. I mean, everybody on my team, we all have our own thing. My allergies got better. Skin so soft also helps me. The mosquitoes don't bite me, but it was also what I was eating because I was eating a lot of sugar. So it comes down to all that. And I worked in a morgue. I don't know if you knew that, Tim. <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, so when you're saying all these things, I mean, I saw probably thousands of auto autopsies come through and, um, the, just the way that the, the morticianist would like explain, I, I will never eat hot dog again because of the buildup over hearts that I have vividly seen. I mean, it's crazy stuff you see, but when, when I really started to like learning, get in there, actually, I was probably doing things I shouldn't have been doing like tissue sampling, but he's explaining to me, this is all fat. And they would laugh about it because most, they were all men, they were DAs, they would crack up, 
super inappropriate, but you know, whatever. Right. And, but I learned so much just from listening to them crack jokes. There's like, look at all that yellow lard in there. And I mean, he would have to cut and cut and cut and cut. And then they would say like, well, it, it's a miracle that he made it as long as he, did. you know, it's just like all the, he's like, well, that's just hot dog heart buildup. And I'm like, are y'all serious? Like foods doing that? I mean, that was 20 something years ago. So just how it's gotten worse. I mean, it's just, it's killing us. Okay. So I was back- told I, that some of the morticians now are saying that because of the amount of genetically modified foods, because what happens yeah. is when you genetically modify a food, the plant stops making glutathione, which is good for you. And it starts making formaldehyde, which embalms you. And then if you yeah. have carpets in your house too, synthetic carpets, those are off-gassing formaldehydes that you know, your carbon filters and HEPAs are not getting out. They have to, you have to have a zeolite matrix um, to mm-hmm. get those out. So people, or older folks that are eating lots of GMO foods and processed foods and all that kind of stuff, they're kind of already embalmed when they get there. Yep. It, I mean, it's when I say food is killing you and food is medicine, it is killing you. And when I, whenever I go, if I, again, go off the rails a little bit, I mean, the way that I feel, I can't even describe it. Like I get, I get sick sometimes and it's like, is it really worth it? And like, why am I doing that? Cause I know it tastes so effing good, but it's like, you're, you're literally using your gut as a, like you say, a garbage disposal and you can't just turn it on and off. I mean, it's, it causes so many problems, but the number one thing that I do want to ask you about, because I had a really hard time with it. And a lot of people when I talk about my problems and what I have, people come back and they're like, oh my God, I had this and this and this. What do you use for this? Right. So it's like sleep. I didn't understand for a long time until Pat Summit died of Alzheimer's very early. I mean, I went to UT when she was coaching basketball and she's a great coach. And I looked up to her. I don't play basketball. I'm five foot, but I cheered them on. And so she died so young. And my mom's like, that's going to be you if you don't stop working so much. I'm like, shit, she's right. You know, so I'd start Ambien did not work, did the opposite Then I took melatonin, which helped. And now there's a lot more things, but you say something that I'm really interested to know how to improve your sleep naturally. How do you do that? It's a big topic. All right. So if we're going to look, if we're going to look at, I, I look at like your body is a system. Okay. And we have to look at the inputs. What's the most important nutrient for the body? Number one is oxygen, because without it, you die in four to seven minutes. So air, the air quality you're breathing, you're taking 20,000 breaths a day. That should be the first thing you should look at. Cracking your windows at night, um, which will also help you with your sleep. Getting an air purification system, especially if you have carpets in your house, especially in the bedroom while you're sleeping, is a must. Okay. And then you have to find the good ones, which we have, and we can lead people to those if they want. But so that's number one. Number two is water. Your body's mostly made of that. And uh, most of the water today is polluted. And lots of people are drinking out of plastic jugs, but it's BPA free, Tim. Okay. So what? BPA is a xenotoxin and they have BPB, BPC, BPD, EEF, GHJKLMP. There's like 37 <laughs> of them. So Erin Brockovich, bless her heart. She, you know, yep. won that lawsuit and exposed that but they don't care. They paid out a little bit and they're still making a lot with the other xenotoxins that you're putting in your body, different types of plastic. So we drink out of glass bottles, these types of things. I triple purify my water. I restructure my water and my water is also charged with molecular hydrogen. So when I drink water, I get high on water, like literally Mm -hmm. I'm high on water every day and it's awesome. And uh, then number three is sleep. Well, because without water, you're dead in 11 days, but without sleep, you're dead in 11 days too. So water mm-hmm. and sleep are kind of a tie for number two. That's how important sleep is. 
So I just wanted to set that foundation on how important sleep is. So things that you can do naturally are cracking your window at night because your house is polluted, getting an air purification system. Um, you know, a lot of people don't realize that there's these things called electric low frequency in the home, in your electrical grid. And if I get within three foot of a light socket with a little tester, it'll go. So if your head or your body's within three foot of a light socket, you're getting zapped. That's going to disrupt your sleep. Also with Wi-Fi, smart meters that put off 2.4 gigahertz, just like your microwave and microwaves do zap on the outside when they're running too. That's why we toss, we have our clients get rid of them. But there's so many things with 5G and all this stuff going on that if you have metal springs in your bed, those are conductors and you're basically, it's just bringing in that energy to those metal coils and you're sleeping on uh, high amounts of uh, bad, bad energy, basically. So your bed's like this oh thing that's totally disrupting your sleep, right? So um, I do have metal coils in my bed, but my metal coils are individually wrapped and insulated. So that I still get the back support, but I don't get blasted with EMFs. So I can hook you up with that bed uh, manufacturer and it's, yeah. it's ridiculous what they did with the bed. So this guy broke away and, and built them right. But um, I, I mean, I could talk about that bed, but anyway, so the bed's awesome. Um, and uh, let me see what else. Oh, okay. So we get the bed, you know, we look at things like weighted blankets. We'd like to have people take a sauna before they go to bed or at least just go into the shower and rinse off really quick. Just let mm -hmm. water cascade over your body and then dry off. That will help you sleep. We make sure mm -hmm. the room is completely black, dark. Um, we get people off the blue lights and that stuff. And we have give them a routine to start calming down, dimming the lights, reading, meditating, breath work, doing some gentle yoga. Um, there's um, acupressure mats that you can lay on for 10 to 30 minutes that will re start reducing or re releasing in certain endorphins that will help you get into a sleep better. Those are called spunk mats. You can get those at spunkspace.com. We refer those, usually those, I originally was using those for people with low back issues because it's like having a, a, a 24 seven acupuncturist on hand for wow. 60 bucks, right? It's not <laughs> okay. quite as pr 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 <laughs> you know, awesome. profound as acupuncture, but it's pretty darn close for, and for the availability, right? Um, yeah. So, you know, stopping drinking liquids um, at a certain time before you go to sleep. Also, you know, food takes different times to digest. So like a, a melon might take 15 to 30 minutes to digest where fruit might take an hour, mm -hmm. half an hour to an hour, vegetables, two to two and a half hours and nuts and seeds and stuff made out of those things could take three to four hours. Meat can take up to 72 hours to completely process. So think Holy about shit. it. Like, let's say, let's say you have bedtime at 10 PM and you have a handful of organic almonds right before you go to bed. Cause you're on a health kick. Well, those almonds are going to digest from nine to, to 10, 11, 12, one. They're going to be done digesting about one, but you went to bed at 10. You are not going to be able to get into re that rapid eye movement, that deep restive restorative sleep, because your body has to do something first. It has to process that food. So once that job is done, then it'll switch over and go into sleep. So from 10 to one, you're screwed because you ate too late. You see? Yep. So that's why we have people stop eating. If they're eating at eight o'clock, we start them at seven 30 in our coaching program. We then we bump them to seven and the six 30 and try to get everybody to stop eating at six and people sleep improves. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, essential oils, we actually diffuse essential oils at night while we sleep and we rotate at least four different oils. We don't do the same oil every night. We'll do like you know, lavender and then Roman chamomile and then, you know, clove or whatever. And we just rotate them. 
right? Um, those are just a few, but yeah. there's a, as you can see, you can, it might be a lot, but you can take one thing and get it right and go to the next mm -hmm. and get that right. And you just, we even have people that will actually have an electrician come in and hardwire. So they have a switch. They can flip a switch and all those ELFs in the whole room mm -hmm. are shut off. So there Ooh, is no, that. there is no current. And I've had people that are highly sensitive, like this war veteran, um, and his wife was actually a colon hydrotherapist. They moved way out into a cabin to get away from all the e EMFs and stuff. And at night, uh -huh. they'd go outside and shut down the whole cabin. And it was just, then go to bed, right? This is why when people go camping and they, they, they can get really good sleeps because, um, you know, they're out there and getting the fresh air. Um, they're grounding, which is another thing I forgot to mention, which is like grounding pads and sheets that will actually bring the earth's frequency into the... You know, so a lot of people don't realize that the earth puts off a natural frequency. It's like when you hold up a compass that moves the needle, but you can't see it, but it's there. Mm -hmm. And when you're naked or barefoot, like every other creature on the planet, you're actually grounding and you're increasing blood flow and mm -hmm. reducing inflammation. The second you break contact with mother earth, which you are nature, we are connected to the earth, no question, um, inflammation begins. So what's cool is on the outside of every residential and commercial building, they drive an iron rod down. And there's a copper lead going in. That's the third prong or the foundational to the electrical grid in your home or your office. So they have these sheets, as an example, with silver threads woven into them with a lead that plugs into that third prong. So when you're sleeping or like right now when I'm working, I have a I have a, a grounding pad on my desk and my feet. I'm grounding right now while I work. So I'm bringing that earth's natural frequency into in bare contact with my skin while I sleep and when I work. And I'm increasing blood flow. I'm reducing inflammation in the body. And that is also going to help you sleep. I, okay. So I so like, just want to come to your place, <laughs> like do a little video tour and be like, okay, here's all the things that you can do. And then do you have an Amazon store? Like, can we just get these, things, you know, because here's the thing you you've done all that you've done it all. And it's like, why go recreate it? And it's like, I mean, I have so many more questions. We just have to have you back on the podcast because now it's like, oh, my time's up, you know, but it's like, the, I mean, just the sleep portion is amazing. Then it's like you talk about energy and weight loss is a result out of doing all of this, which most people yeah. are like, oh, we're going to lose weight. Well, it's, it's not just that. There's all these things that, but it really is simple. And then, like you said, the pain, the inflammation, it all starts to go away. But if people want to connect with you, because I'm sure that they will, where is the best place for people to go just about this, this, pro, this coaching program and then some of the things sure. that, that yeah, you so love? Our website, the website is chemicalfreebody.com. We're really trying to bring awareness around that because of the umbilical cord studies are showing that every child being born today has 180 causing chemicals in the womb. And the older we are, the more time we've had to bioaccumulate these. So my job in life, I believe, is to bring awareness to the noceums, these microscopic toxins that are really the root, some of the root causes of everybody's health issues. So just go to chemicalfreebody.com. I also have a show called The Health Hero Show. That's where people can, it's, a, it's on all the major platforms. They can plug in and there's tons of one-on-one -on -one stuff that I do. And I go deep into fasting and proper food combining and sprouting, which I'm a big sprouter. I grow about 60, 70% of the food I eat. Um, and, and then I interview tons of cool people and, and just people that have had radical changes. And we've just a great place to learn. It's a free place to learn and get good information. And we do have a group coaching community I lead weekly. Um, our Dr. Treadway, our formulator, he comes on once a week for talk with the doc. That's part of the program. And we do one-on-one -on -one coaching. But if somebody wanted to try our products, 
um, thanks to you, Angela, we created a discount code. So mm -hmm. here's what you do. If you want to try our detox and nutrition products, I know they're unparalleled. Um, what you do is you go to the shop deal under the shop tab and look at the savings bundles. That's how you get a discount. So you can do a little jumpstart bundle to stick your toes in the water. If you want to go all in like I do, I do the total energy and detox bundle. And I also take our turmeric tincture and a couple of other tinctures. So you can look at those. They're highly powerful. But then at checkout, if they put the code in GSD for get shit done, which I guess is your trademark, yep. they yep. get an additional 5%. So they get a double discount. Awesome. We have a double your money back guarantee on all of our products. I'm very confident. I've had it for years. Um, and um, if something doesn't work, Amazing. then just call us, get on the phone with myself yeah. or another one of our coaches, because it, this, we don't take a one size fits all food or food medicine approach. Everybody's different. 95, 98% of the time up the middle, our stuff works pretty darn good. But if something doesn't, it might need a little adjustment. We'll even send you to a different company or put you on a different product because we just want you to wake up and feel good. That's yeah. it. And get yeah. to where I'm at and where our coaches are at because we all had health issues. We had like, I had all my issues. I've had a coach that's a, a, was a throwing up for five, five years. She was bulimic. Now she's overcome that. She's one of the healthiest people. Her skin's amazing and she's happy. And so, I mean, that's what we want. You're we healthy, you bro. Yeah, we want you to be you happy. Are a, you really are a health hero. This was so helpful. This is probably just the beginning. Um, we're going to be friends. So y'all y'all should be here. <laughs> Jim's like, okay. <laughs> well, hey, what we should do is like, I did this with uh, quite a few people that I vibed with. Is like, we'll do a 90-day challenge. I'll do some little free coaching with you, do some micro sessions, get you on the products, then we'll come back and you can talk about your results. And then I'll help you with any other issues you got and we'll get dialed in. That sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. All right, you, you it, heard you, it right I here. Think. Angela's in. <laughs> Everybody loves a challenge. <laughs> I do. I do. I love it. I love it. But thank you so much for your time today. This was so awesome. And if you're watching or listening, thank you for your time. And be sure to tune in next week to another episode of Business Unveiled. Bye, y'all. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done. Would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember the profitable shifts and structures you're creating in your business help you be more present in your life. So get out there and GSD.